Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Self Love Club, a place where boss babes share their stories to empower women. Welcome to the Self Love Club podcast. I'm Val Crawford, and you can find out more about why I've launched this club at valcrawford.com. I'd love for you to join it, and trust me, it's not like a cult or pyramid scheme. It's literally just a club where you can come hang out. It's going to be a fun time. Join me for a podcast series where we'll hear the stories of girl boss women who are doing super cool things with their lives. We'll find out how they've done what they have, their self-love and self-care practices, and they'll share their tips to empower you to live your best life. Mary Outram is a girl boss and was the first to set up a local designer rental clothing service in Christchurch and then started her own online shop, Shop by Mary, which includes some of her own design pieces. Mary runs her business while also working full-time in media. Mary's story is an epic one with stints living overseas. Mary is very driven and has used every one of life's twists and turns and made it into a positive opportunity to create the life she wants. We're so lucky to have Mary share her girl boss tips and self-care practices on the Self-Love Club podcast. Mary, welcome to the Self-Love Club. Thank you so much for coming to hang out. This has been something we've been wanting to do for a while, so I'm so stoked that we finally get to hang out. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's yeah. good to be up in Auckland as well. Yeah, and the big smoke. The big smoke. You do, you do live in Christchurch. I do, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell us about yourself and, like, yeah, for those who don't know, tell us about yourself and what you do. Yeah, so um, I am 27. I live in Christchurch and I'm a business owner. I run my uh, website, uh, maryoutram.com, where I have some uh, a few different things. I have a little shop, which I absolutely love. And then also I uh, do rentals. So um, something called Borrowed by Mary, which is what I originally started. And then some people also know me because I'm on Instagram and do some stuff on my yeah page there. <laughs> yeah. And you also, you do so much. You also work for the same company that I work for, NZME. Yeah. Um, so tell us about your role there as well. I do. So I work full time as well. Um, I don't know how I have time to do everything. Yeah. Um, Monday to Friday. And I work as a media specialist for NZME, which is cool as well. We've got yeah. an awesome team. And um, yeah, it's cool to kind of do. I love my job and I also love everything that I'm doing on the side. And I think it's a really nice balance for me. Yeah, I totally understand. You like, you definitely, you're a girl boss. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's fun to be a girl boss, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it is hard to fit it all in. So like how, how do you sort of manage because I understand because I'm doing like I've got side hustles now and like you know like you look at what you're doing and you're like how am I going to get that all done but you kind of just go with the flow of it and but how do you fit it all in like how do you work full time and then also have your own business and 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 do that work I think uh, like my own stuff that I'm doing on the side it doesn't feel like I'm working and everybody says oh you know if you're in a job that you love you won't work a day in your life yeah but but it really is like that so you know I finish work at five o'clock, usually I'm home by 5.30. If I work out or do something, then it's later than that. Uh, otherwise, that's when I'm working on my own um, website and orders and any emails and things that I need to do on social media. And so it's just so fun and it's always been because it's so fun and I love doing it. That I'll, I'll sit there until, you know, 19 o'clock at night sometimes just doing things or scrolling on the internet. And because you love it, it, it doesn't feel like yeah. work. So... Sometimes I'm like, God, I don't know how I have time and I'm very social as well and I'm always out doing things. But I think I'm quite fast paced and in my personality, if I'm not doing a lot, I feel, I don't feel fulfillment. Yeah. Um, I was actually off sick from work a few days just recently and I had a really chilled week and did nothing. And I f- don't feel like myself. I was saying to one of my girlfriends the following week, I was like, this isn't me. I feel like something's wrong with me because I haven't done anything. And she's like, it's just been a week, Mary, like chill yeah, out. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, like for me, I'm like, I love doing heaps all the time. So it doesn't feel like I'm working and it yeah. just is something that I love and I'm so passionate about. And that's the thing when it is something you really love and you're passionate about it, it's yeah. Like you're like stoked to be doing it totally. and, you, and you then can't imagine a life without doing it. Cause it's no. so exciting. So yeah. How do you, so how do you structure your weeks to fit all like you say, it's like you love doing it. But yeah. so how, take us through, like, how does that work for you? So obviously you work full time and it's quite a full on job. 
how many hours, how many nights sort of extras are you doing on top of your other work? I mean, if I'm definitely doing something every night. Mm-hmm. Some nights it might be really brief and only, you know, 20 minutes or half an hour and other nights it'll be hours, um, a couple of hours probably on average. And it's not always that I have to be doing a couple of hours. It's because I often like kind of researching and looking at things mm. and kind of looking at blogs and fashion and um I've got so many ideas beyond what I'm already currently doing that I'm always kind of thinking, okay, what else am I going to kind of be progressing and yeah. looking to, to do next? Um, but I I think it's it's just like anybody who goes and works out or does something for fun. It's kind of my um, choice of fun. And so, it's your creative outlet as well. Totally, and like being a yeah. creative, like you need your creative outlet so you're getting it there. And, and yeah, like working away at something's really important because if, you know, you didn't do it for a bit, like obviously you're constantly having to do things, but it's like chipping away and, you know, like then it's sort of, yeah. if you didn't, then it would be like a huge thing to do. And you get to the end of the week and you feel so much fulfillment and thinking, yeah. hey, I did all of that this week, rather than if you didn't and, you know, you're like, oh, God, I'm still going to go and do yeah. that. So I think it's just I'm a big list person and writing lists and structuring, you know, setting goals at the start of the week for what you need to get done and writing down the list and then just ticking things off and feels good then eh? if you get to the weekend you've got your celebratory bubbles and it's all go <laughs> yeah and so what about weekends like do you sort of generally have a bit of thing like you know your side hustle to do or do you generally have a day off like how does that work because yeah. I think a lot of the time people will look at someone who is a girl boss and, and they're doing things on the side and they'll think oh that looks so epic but there is a lot of work that goes into doing that and, it, and like we say you love it because it's like what you're mm. passionate about but tell us about your weekends you know are you finding that you have to do a bit of work on your weekends to keep up with things or yeah. do you generally give yourself a bit of time as well? A bit of both actually. Uh, weekend is often The weekend's often when I actually the only chance I'll have to do a full day at something or at the moment because it's winter time you know I've got I've got no natural light so if I want to take some cool photos or shoot some content for my little shop I am doing that in the weekend Uh, but it's also the time that I want to catch up with my friends you know I work five days I live with just my partner so I don't see anyone often during the week and I'm so social need to be out doing stuff so I try and get as much done during the week as possible so that the weekend's my time. But um, I am often working a Saturday and then Sunday's kind of my chill day. Yeah, it's important to set those boundaries, even when you are sort of working for yourself and there's things that need to be done. I think it's like even me now, like I'll be like, okay, like you still, you you can't put it in the place of your – um, your well-being, you know, like it's like, okay, cool, we've got to go to bed now, that's enough for tonight, you know, whereas in the past I'd stay out really like ridiculously late and sometimes you've got to do that stuff but it's like having those, okay, now it's friend time, you know, like yeah, now it's time with my boyfriend, and, yeah, like yeah. so you need to, it's it's cool, like it's, it's working that all out. So when you're, so when you're shooting content and stuff, like t- talk us through that, like what's that all for and how does that work? Yeah, so I mean, uh, a lot of it is for my own Instagram. Um, sometimes I get to collaborate with brands, which is really cool. And other, um, most of the content's also for my shop because I'm kind of focusing on that at the moment, which is um, just I do like T-shirts and um, jumpers and some cool designs with a girl, um, Rosa, who helps me put everything, yeah, all my so ideas cool onto well. paper or onto, yeah. onto the clothes and then little accessories. So I'm kind of planning what else I'm going to be buying in or looking at samples and um, taking photos for my Instagram and my website because Instagram at the moment for me is going so well it's where I push everything out on and kind of and promoting myself so I'm just sometimes I'm planning posts ahead for the week and sometimes I don't have enough time for that yeah I'm just taking things on the spot yeah and your hair clips your hair clips are real cute by the way thanks I don't have any in right now but (laughs) yeah 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 do you feel naked without them (laughs) well actually I don't I I wear them during the week a lot and then often when I'm seeing people I'm like god I'm not I don't have them in like I've got my hoodie on now so some self promo but yeah no no it's cute I've got that t-shirt thank you very much for that no worries yeah um so so we've gone we've gone a bit ahead of what you're doing now but we're gonna go back yeah um so you are from Christchurch and then where did you so where'd you grow up and tell us all about that yeah so I uh was born in Christchurch but I did I grew up in Nelson I uh, did most of my schooling there and then um, out of Nelson I actually went into the media industry and uh, studied radio and then went and worked. You um, went to the school in Wellington. Yeah, in yeah. Wellington. So then I've kind of been all over it's the show. It's a school, that one. I almost went there and then I went to Christchurch instead. But like I've heard great things and I'm, I've yeah. had friends that have gone there and yeah. it's a really good training And it's a six-month course yeah. and so I kind of smashed everything out that within appealed, the six months. That appealed to me because I was like, six months, epic. Like, let's just, you know, like when you were – I think sometimes you just want to be doing it. And so yeah. you're like, epic, six months, cool. Like, And I'm a really 
I don't learn. I am. I say I'm. I'm street smart, not book smart, because I just I suck at spelling, and I'm just not someone who wants to sit there and write things yeah. all day. I want to go out and do it. So that was really good for me. And then I, I was lucky enough to get my job down in Christchurch. For I was kind of heading the ZM promotions team at the time, and went into that, which was an awesome first job. I mean, I was eighteen and out in the thunders and going to the movies and yeah. all sorts of stuff. It was bloody awesome. And then I've kind of progressed over the years. I um, moved overseas a couple of times, came back. I kind of was always coming back to media and then I spent some time away. Um, I was actually down, down south and then I came back to Christchurch and fell into a job. I was working for Ruby NZ. So I um, fell into working as, not fell into, I had I, come back. I just never really thought that I was going to work in fashion yeah. at the time. And I, I loved fashion and I'd started, at this point, I'd started my website. It wasn't a business that was making money at that point it was kind of more of my creative outlet yeah and I was just putting pictures on there that I loved of fashion and That's no one so was cool. really yeah no one was really following it then it was more yeah. for me and I started working for Ruby and um we had two stores in Christchurch that I kind of was the regional manager for and had a team of um 10 girls who because at the time I was you know I had a lot of clothes and I was kind of collecting things and building up my own wardrobe and uh, this is when kind of designer wardrobe was becoming quite big on Facebook. People were starting to rent and it was um, kind of taking off. And the girls working for me were like, Mary, you need to be renting out your stuff. You you know, you should be doing so much more. And I think I was, like, I obviously loved being in the retail fashion industry, but I wanted more from from my role and kind of from what I was doing. And I knew mm. I had more kind of in me. So I took this leap of faith and decided to start my business, which was is borrowed by Mary. Um, that was back in, what are we in now? 2019, 2016? Well done. Yeah. And it kind of took off. Um, at, at the time in Christchurch, there was nobody else renting initially and then other people kind of popped up after that and um, that progressed my site from what was just rentals to having my shop page and kind of my Instagram growing and my connections and kind of um network of people that I knew mm. growing and it's kind of led me to where I am now and all the opportunities and things that I do which is awesome um I've got so much more I want to do as well and yeah. things kind of in the pipeline at the moment which is really exciting but yeah um yeah it's been really cool and so how did you sort of like did you just because obviously you'd worked in fashion retail so like how did you make it all work obviously like with your website it's really handy having websites because yeah. you can do things like you know but did you just sort of a lot of the time when you've got a side hustle or you're starting a business, you just sort of like learn how to do it on the go, right? Definitely. I mean, everyone's like, the first step is um, just doing it. You know, you know. but they do say that. And they, but, it, yeah. but I mean, it's, this is like yeah. a bit silly, but it is. It's no, like just yeah. I made this decision that, okay, I'm going to do this. And then it was like, okay, yeah, you're going to do this. I had to give a month's, I think it was, two, was it two months notice in my job. So I've, I've got two months to buy enough things to start this and start my website. And because I'd made that decision and just handed my resignation, you kind of gave yourself a timeline. Um, and I was really lucky. I had a guy who was a good friend of mine who helped me set up my business. And I think that's really key when you're starting out is that things don't, ha- they don't have to be expensive. People think that everything is so expensive or so hard to do. Often like money is a barrier with a lot of things and, I mean, it is, but it yeah. doesn't have to be. If you've got connections or you've got people that will help you for less, like take take that help. It's really mm. it's really important to, and your friends want to help you, your your family want to help you, you know. And you actually need that support. I think I've tried to do a lot, and I do do a lot myself. And I am quite bad at kind of delegating or giving things away. Yeah. And I've learnt over time to do more of that because it actually frees up more of your time. And exactly, and it's actually it's actually helpful. People are helping you and. You know, it's beneficial. So, yeah, I got somebody to help me with my website. I went and um, I purchased this big roll-down, um, I don't even know what it's called, screen, you know, you yeah, take photos yeah. on front of. And my fr- I had a camera already and my friend and I shot all the imaging ourselves. Good we did the makeup you. ourselves and then I edited everything myself, which I was like, didn't really know what I was doing either. And when I launched, everyone was like, it looks amazing. It's so good. And I was like, oh, my God, like I did this myself. So it's quite yeah. rewarding. But, you know, and I heard of people that did the same they've done the same thing with um a renting business because a lot of there's a lot of quite complex things in your website um with dates and all sorts of kind of add-ins that you've got to have that spent thousands and thousands of dollars setting setting up their website and I just think gosh I didn't do that I think I spent like six hundred dollars yeah so I mean obviously that's not the case for everybody but shop around and kind of do you know take 
don't take the easy option, but there's people that want to help you. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is like once you put out that you're doing something or you just even tell your friends or family, it's crazy like when you just uh, sort of do that and people actually mm. really want to help you. Like So supportive. People just like, – it's like you kind of needed to let that out there and be like, hey, I'm doing this. And then you, someone you know that you didn't like really know that well will be like, oh, I want to like – well, they'll offer to help you with something or they'll be like, oh, I've got, I know this really cool person that's like – good at accounts or like people just sort of it all kind of comes yeah. together once you give birth to your idea if you know give what birth, I mean yeah. like <laughs> basically like you're putting this idea out in the world and actually putting it into action and all it all kind of comes together because I know you you know yeah, what I mean because I've done the same thing with things I've done and then people who maybe have got their own businesses or like have their little side hustle like People want to help you. And you learn so much as well. So it's that whole saying of, um, you know, you you pretend you know how to do something. Yeah. But by the point of you, you get so far into doing something that then you actually, I don't know if this makes sense now, you know, you, but you actually do end up knowing how to do that thing because you've kind of, yeah. Oh, that doesn't I know, you know what I'm trying to say? No, like, I know what you mean. Like you sort of, I've definitely always been, like I'm quite visual probably like you. Yeah. I'm very visual, but I learn by doing. I think most of us probably do because it's life. Hey, we're doing life. But it, once you do something and have to learn how to actually do something, then you kind of you actually not, know how to do it yeah. by the end because you've been you've had, there through the process. And you've had to learn it. Like, I mean, <laughs> like with websites and stuff, like there's so much Google can teach you. Like you can like yeah. literally Google anything, like having right. to write like some code or random stuff yeah. or like having to work out how to do an invoice. Like you can Google so much. And it's so crazy, I think, as well, because sometimes you doubt how much you're capable of and then you go and do things. And you're like, oh, my God, like look what I've done in a whole yeah. year. I think don't underestimate yourself and just kind of keep, pushing forward and keep learning and keep kind of trying to grow your 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 knowledge and your yeah. you know of everything that you do totally and I think sometimes like there's actually a friend of mine who's really like epic in what their craft is and they'll be like you know because I, I remember when I set up my website a year or two like a year or so ago and I remember saying to dad oh, I was just a waste of money like you know having a website like and he's like mm. no it's like it's kind of part of what you're doing. And like, yeah. and so like those things, rather than just think of it as being like, and my friend who's starting to launch like a side hustle, like, I don't know, like, do, and I'm like, no, set up your business like on, on a website. It'll be really good for you. And people will be able to like, you know, see your work and they'll be able yeah. to like, you'll get work out of it. And then like you look down the track and you're like, it's not a waste of money. It's all part of your creative outlet and your craft and and it kind of like helps your business grow into whatever it's going to become. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hope yeah. that makes sense. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just kind of starting and doing. Totally. Um, so you went to live overseas for a little bit. Yeah. So talk us through that. So where did you go first and how so, old were you? Gosh, I've, 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 I've done a few stints. So I've done London, I've done Sydney, and then I've done Greece. So You um, lived in Greece? I know. I, live all, I, I did a summer there. So That's I did three so months cool. there, which is Awesome. And a lot of people will still say to me, it will talk to me or message me about um, my summer in Greece. I actually wrote some blogs about it on my website. And I think people somehow pick it up in Google sometimes and I'll get the old person messaging me, asking heaps of questions. But I first moved to London when I was, um, I was just, just about turned 20. And I think I was definitely too young. I had, I'd left my job in Christchurch. It was post um, earthquakes and I had a really good girlfriend who had met an English boy who was going back to London and she wanted to go with him. And she said, why don't you come with me? And I was kind of like, yeah, like I've always been someone who I don't get it's bored of, easily. But it's kind of cool when you're young as well. You yeah. just do these things. That's what I love about like being young and you're just like, yeah, cool. Let's just go do it. Like, and I've been in my job for almost two years and I was like, oh, you know, I need to be doing something more. And I kind of, I, I, I mean, now I'm a bit more settled, but I, anyone of my friends will tell you that over the years I literally changed my mind so quickly. Well, not changed my mind quickly, but I, know I want more from my life kind of and I wanted to just do yeah. more. So um, so moved to London and it was really hard. We were there in the middle of a recession and I'd had this awesome job back home and I couldn't, I didn't have a degree and I couldn't actually hold down a good job. I was doing some temp work in the city and loved it and um, not loved it, like loved the city and loved being there but I was actually like you know what I want to go home so after about five months came back to Christchurch um sat in Christchurch for four weeks wondering what I was doing with my life I had a friend in Sydney and she was like come to Sydney oh my god you'll love it over here and I was like oh my god yeah I'm back like why not and so <laughs> I love this it's yeah, so so good. here I am like actually no money like mom I just need some flies to Sydney I'm gonna get a job there and went to Sydney and it, it was awesome and I'm again it probably wasn't the right timing I lasted about four months um and I ended up working in a 
cafe restaurant and I was like this isn't me like what am I doing I don't want to I mean nothing against people doing that but I was quite career focused in what I knew I wanted to be doing which was in the media industry and so I came back again to Christchurch and then um, I actually fell back into working back at um, not specifically for ZM but at NZME because there was some temp work and so I did a little bit of time there and then jumped around I did some time at TVNZ and um, amongst other things then I was working um, post starting my business and post working at Ruby when I so so when I left Ruby and started my business um, I actually was working uh, just in some random kind of 10 hour a week job to keep the money coming in yeah. living at home running my business from my bedroom which was my bedroom my borrowed by Mary Rack and my desk all in this like small, my mum lived in this small flat in um, Rickon and Christchurch, like bless her, like let me take over the master bedroom to start my business. And we'd have, you know, like I probably have 20 to 30 girls coming into our house a week to try on these clothes at the time. We were just talking before, we had a coffee before we started recording. Like I did a brief stint in Melbourne as well. And like, I think a lot of the time in life you sort of think, and especially when you're younger, you're like, I'm going to go to this place. And yeah. like, you think your life's going to be a certain way. But the thing is you can look back and you can go, you know, like going to London and going to Sydney, like all that stuff, like while it may not work out how you think it's going to work, it shapes you. gives you so much. And so that when you so came much. home, you were able to like things fell into place. Obviously you worked really hard for it and, you know, you did certain things, but it's sometimes like you need to do these things and go to these places to like kind of just – Get, a, get perspective on life, you know what I mean? And, and grow kind of as a give person. yourself a, almost like a, a recheck, you know, you, uh, you you kind of sometimes can get in a bit of a rut and be a bit stuck and thinking, what am I doing in my life or am I where I want to be? And mm. not saying that travel is the answer, but for a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, they do kind of look forward to that or look at that as a, a goal or something they really want in their life. And it is a nice way to kind of reset being yeah. somewhere else and either realising, yes, yes, this is where I want to be and what I want to be doing or the other way around, I think, actually, no, like, I really like being back in Christchurch and around all those people and I want to be there and I'm so appreciative of my life, so. Yeah, I think travel, it gives people a lot of, I mean, for me, and you've totally just summed that up, is, like, it gives you perspective on your yeah. life and you, like, while you're, you kind of need to get out of your situation sometimes to, like, to be able to do that and I don't know, I I think obviously travel is a luxury and a privilege and if we're able to do it, that's amazing and not everyone can just go and travel but no. if you can, like, it just, yeah, it makes you sort of look at your life from the outside and you can reflect and you sort of can, yeah, appreciate home or or work out what it is you actually want to be doing and then, yeah, and then go back home and just do it or, like, yeah. make changes, you know. Yeah, I used to, I like, I think it was a good way to, kind of get away from everything like you say and then you do come back and I would I'd, I'd do this I used to do this exercise on a piece of paper and I would write like at the bottom of the paper where I was now and then at the other end of the paper where I wanted to be and then it would be like okay what are all of these little things that I need to do to get to that other side of the paper and sometimes it's something really easy and then sometimes it was something like money and so you'd be like okay hey, this is what I'm going to do but I'd often do that when I was off resetting and I'd come back and be like okay hey, now this is where I'm going and these are my goals and right so have you yeah. always been like that kind of person that's quite you're a goal setter but then you you put it into like an action plan as well is that something that you did with yeah. when you were a young age I think so yeah I was always really like I'd love organizing and kind of being, like I'm the one that if we're having a party or doing something with the girlfriends, I'll write, you know, the Facebook group <laughs> I and love often that. and, you know, quite structured and planned. Yeah. But I think it's a good way to be as well because then you 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 hold yourself a little bit accountable for stuff. And yeah. I always make, it sounds cheesy, New Year's resolutions, but they're usually written by end of Jan and they're probably quite similar on the year before. There's usually like a fitness one and then a career one and maybe a personal one, a money one. But if I haven't done those by the end of the year, like I always, I kind of always look back on it and think that's what I want to do this year. Yeah. And then you get there. And then when you get there, you're like, yes, this is awesome. Yeah. Like you feel so much fulfillment from ticking something off. I think sometimes you do need to write things down because it can get overwhelming and then like, you know, you get caught up in the daily or whatever mm. grind and it's good to, yeah, have some goals. So how do you reckon it's a good idea to do goal setting? Obviously start of the year yeah. and just sort of do you do like action plans throughout the year or like do you sort of just work on little projects like how do you do that and how would both. you recommend doing it? I think it? big goals maybe you need to give yourself more time um and then smaller goals you can have a goal for the week or a goal for the month and just hold yourself accountable and I guess a list like write the goal down and all the things that you need 
to achieve it, you would write down underneath it and think, mm. hey, I'm going to tick I'm going to tick them off to get there. Um, with the bigger goals, of often they're harder. Yeah. But, you know, if, if unless you – if it's that, what's that saying? Um, if you can't change it, change your mindset. So mm. nothing's – like nothing is impossible. Nothing's unachievable. It's just the barriers that there are to get there. And if you can't change one of them, then you need to change your mindset or something around it. Yeah. So, yeah, I just think – or, you know, I'm visual and I like putting pictures up. If you want to go on a holiday, put a picture of the beach up and – look at it every day and then keep saving and yeah, get yeah, there, yeah. you know. So. You're like, I want to go here. Let's yeah. make it happen. Totally. Yeah. Tell us about your time in Greece. Oh, like, yeah. How epic. I mean, I've just oh been my God. to Greece. Oh, where, did, where did you go? Like all over? So I was living, oh, not all over. I went to a few islands, but I was living in an island called Eos, which yes. is um, about 45 minutes from Beautiful. Santorini. Yeah. Amazing. So my very good friend, Emily, met her partner. Um, when she was on her OE, they have actually just got engaged five years ago now. And ever since she met him, she just never went back. So she was, going through Greece and then never left and she does seasons in Greece oh and then they God. do um, so, imagine meeting someone in like that's um, so romantic oh, he, owns, and he owns a bar there so he's Australian but owns a couple of bars on the island so he also is quite like a it's party like a island plotline, and, isn't it? No, like, I know so I'd always for years I'd always since she'd met John I, I was like I have to go there like I want to go and do a season there I know people there I've got the opportunity to and then it was all timing I went through a horrific breakup um I'd been doing my business borrowed by Mary for a year and lost motivation that's pretty much just taking all the money from the business and spending it and not growing the business and I think it's okay you get off track sometimes as well that just happens and that's just life and like I say this was kind of my reset I was like I need to go and do something I was single I didn't have any kind of thing holding me down in Christchurch I was like, if I don't go and do it now, I was 25, I'm 27 now. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to be too old one day. Like, I can't just go live in Greece <laughs> on the other side of the world. And I just went and I I worked um, in John's Bar, a bar called Circus, and it was crazy. And we're like, I was like, um, oh, they, they call them floor whores. So like, <laughs> <laughs> obviously I wasn't. No, you I know, know what you mean. So yeah, you're yeah. out like working the floor, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. selling drinks to people up <laughs> on the bar and we do this like crazy, um, it was kind of like Cody Ugly, like the best oh, certain songs come on. And the we'd be party on the, scene oh, in Greece, I mean like awesome. I didn't really party heaps when I was in Greece, but like I was at a, uh, a beach in Mykonos where yeah. there's like party bars. Mykonos is party party. Yeah, it's it's so cool. But by the time I got to Greece, I'd been like in Croatia and like we'd had a few big nights on the tours, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> so when I got to Greece, I just wanted to chill. But there was a party bar, like I was lying on the beach in this party bar behind me and they start up so early and you're like, oh my yeah. God, that's insane. And it, so it was cool and I was, but it was, it was full on. It was really yeah. hard on my body and I mean, people saw the kind of awesome side to it, which it was amazing and it was really cool, but it was also really hard. I was starting work at 11 o'clock every night, finishing at four or five mm. in the morning. So you're kind of sleeping then till lunchtime. And there were days that you did not leave and you just slept because you're so tired. Yeah. From the night. We work seven days a week. Like yeah. I think I had four nights off the whole season yeah, that I was there. Like, you know, working in hospital, like, I've worked in hospital hard. as well. It's hard work and like yeah. physically and like you'll go, go, go the whole time. And it was very much um, drink every night, you know, if, and, yeah. if you, and if you're not drinking. Like I actually went there thinking, okay, I've come here to, yep, have a bit of party time and find myself, but also just chill and be in grace and, you know, go to the yeah. pool every day. But it was like, why, oh, why aren't you drinking tonight? Like, why aren't you? I'm like, God, like, I just want to chill out. Like, yeah, so like, like pretend I was drunk, like out on the floor being this floor <laughs> whore. Like, drinks on me you know but it, it was also really hard on my body I put on a lot of weight I put on like eight kgs and three months just on the lifestyle and it wasn't very healthy but it was awesome and it was something that I had to do and it was so much fun and then I thought it was I almost was like I'm gonna go to Greece and everything's gonna make sense and it didn't and I came back and I felt worse I, I got back to crash I'm like what am I doing here like I've mm. I've I'm not in an awesome job my business isn't being isn't very successful and I'm kind of felt a bit lost. And then I actually met my, he's my partner now, Mike, um, a week later. And uh, you, met him, him, you met him a week, a week after, after you got, I got back. It was my first night out. So I got back on a Sunday and then I went out the following Friday. I was like, what am I doing here? I don't know. You know, and, and met him and I was like, oh, okay. And then I kind of just rolled with it. And That's it's like cool. this timing thing. I think I also went away thinking, maybe I'm going to meet someone overseas and just never come back and this time. And yeah. but, but I, but I didn't. And it was, it was really cool though. Grace is, I think I get asked about it. I, well, I do. I get asked about it a lot because it's something that people aspire to. And yeah, it's well, really cool. I think, yeah, that would be an epic place to have like a working holiday. Yeah. And it, it's a beautiful place. Like I can't wait to go Amazing. back. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And the people are so cool. And yeah, like, it's just like, 
visually that place. Oh, everything is like every corner. It's like the dirty crack on like the bottom of the restaurant. Like it's photo. You can photograph like, it because oh God, it's so it's beautiful. So, yeah, like everything's so beautiful. Like it's just yeah. And the people are so. I loved the the so great nice. people are so kind and the food. Oh yeah, take us back. And it was amazing. And I think things like that you've got to go and do them if you don't do them you'll never do it yeah you regret it but then at the same time there's a reality yes. check where it's okay do I want to do this for the rest of my life and kind of f- not float um but, I know, you know what you mean it's yeah. that reset and coming back no I do want to further my business and keep going and you know working at it and so when yeah. you got back because I mean that is a, a very real reality as well from uh, you know like even going on a holiday overseas, we were just talking before, you mm. can actually feel quite down when you get home. Like, yeah. it's not, you know, like people say post-holiday blues. It actually, actually depression. Yeah, like, I yeah. mean, I when I just got back from my trip, I had like a couple of weeks of feeling really shit. And I was just, yeah. it's horrible. And then you feel bad feeling that way because you have an incredible life to come back to. Mm. And you also like, I'm so lucky I just had this holiday. Why am I feel like, you feel like a brat, you know, yeah. like, and, but you actually do feel down. So you probably would have experienced that a little bit from coming back from London then coming back from Sydney yeah, and time. then coming back from Greece. Yeah. So what was, take us through that and what that's like. Cause I understand as well. I went to Melbourne and came back and I was in a bit of a, like that for a while. Yeah. Cause you're trying to get your life sorted again. And, you, and then when you're young in your twenties as well, you sort of, Again, you think like things need to be a certain way. And so then when you're in the reality of like setting things back up again, it can be really shit and it can be really dark. Sometimes it's just time. Like, I mean, definitely it's uh, – I, I genuinely think that everybody feels a type of depression when they come back from something like that mm. because you almost are back in the same place doing not the same thing but essentially you're like, oh, did I even – it feels like a dream. You're like, mm. was I there? Did I do that? But it's – I mean, you we talked about this pre-now and we just had coffee and it's talking about – it's focusing on – talking about what you're going to do next and focusing on something. So whether that's a holiday or whether that's, you know, just seeing somebody or, you know, a personal goal, looking ahead and saying, okay, that's my focus. Um, I've got that coming up to look forward to. And it can be the weekend. It can be, I'm looking forward to seeing my girlfriends this weekend and going out for brunch. Yeah. Next weekend, I'm looking forward to this. In July, I'm going away and I'm looking forward to this. It's, yeah, always thinking ahead yeah. to what's next and what's more exciting. And I've got this um, trip coming up to Bali next month, which I'm super excited about. And pre-booking it, I was like, this isn't me. I've got nothing booked. What am I doing? I need something to look forward to. And so when I finally booked it, I'm like, cool, relief. I know that that's what I've got coming up and it's really exciting. So it's just keeping yourself motivated to what you've got coming and why you're kind of, I mean, like, what's the point of life? But it's like, if you haven't got things to look forward to, then what's the point? Like, yeah, you've totally. got to have stuff, you know, yeah. the small stuff and the big stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it may not yeah. be a holiday. It may be, yeah, catching up with your girlfriends yeah. or or going for a, like, I don't know, an epic, like, day trip somewhere. Like, just having yeah. things to look forward to. Or just you binge on Netflix <laughs> on the weekend. Like, I'm looking forward to Sunday in bed yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. you know? Catching yeah. up on a, like, Love Island, like, a million <laughs> episodes. Oh, my God. Um, no, but, like, how did you – so when you got back – from these places like mm. obviously having things to look forward to really helps but how did you sort of create action plans to then start like with your career and what you were doing like how do you get stuck back into that stuff so when yeah. you go back from Greece obviously you'd you had been through a breakup when you went there mm. and you said that you know your business wasn't growing how you wanted it to which is it's normal like it's like realities of life yeah when you got back obviously you met a cool new guy but like what did your life look like and how did you get it to a place where you wanted it to be. You know what I mean? Take us yeah, through that. I, I, it took me it took me a little while. So I um, I knew I wanted to do more with my website, but at, that, at this point I've literally come back with no money. I was living back at home and then I started nannying for, just for a girl I knew um, just to kind of get some money coming in. I was probably earning about $300 a week. And for the next six months I, I did that. I nannied and I kind of thought, you know, what am I going to do? And, I think my website, it wasn't going backwards and things don't go backwards, but it wasn't moving forward and it wasn't growing, but that's okay. It's okay to say, okay, at the moment, things are just going to stay as is. I'm not bringing out a whole lot of new stuff, but I'm not, not doing it. You know, I'm not, by not doing anything, I'm not going backwards. I'm just staying where I am. And I kind of needed to have a new focus. And as I got older, you know, you want a bit more money in your life and you like, you know, you need that security. So I was like, I actually want to be back in the media industry. I want to balance. I don't want to be reliant solely on my social media for my own social media and then the social media for my website and rentals and shop to be making me money because it can can consume you literally feeling like social media and things 
and within that world of your job, it's quite draining to be mm. doing all day. So I was like, I want to, I'm really, I'm actually, my skills are more than this and I want to be doing more. So, you know, for, I worked for about six months and then eventually I was applying for jobs and got back into um, working for NZME and been my full time role. It's yeah, obviously come back a few times. that you're meant to be because you've yeah. been back. Like, is this your third time back now? Third time back. Yeah. So it's like, it's obviously like, I mean, I totally believe in that. Like yeah. you're meant to be there and it's, it's cool. I, t- I think as well, do you find that with, for you, your business, it is a business, but like yeah. it is your creative outlet. I think sometimes putting too much pressure on a creative outlet to make you money can be a kind of a yeah. hard thing. So it's kind of like if you can have like, a full-time job and something else yeah. and then do that on the side, it mm. kind of, it takes the pressure off a bit. I couldn't agree more. I just, I was, when you're reliant on one thing that you love and all of a sudden it becomes about making money, I don't think you put the same into it. I was, I mean, with my own, I'm lucky that I, um, with my own Instagram platform, I could can collaborate with businesses and make money on the side. But I was kind of taking collaborations that I maybe 100% wasn't in and I'm like this isn't me like why am I taking this because I need that money I actually do to survive so when you take that away you don't need to do it you're actually doing it back again for the love and you've got that nice balance and I go to a job where I'm so valued and so here we go blow my own horn um good at what you do and it's something completely different and it's just a nice balance and to social media which is such a massive thing in life yeah. right now everybody goes on Instagram and totally. it's totally there and it's takes the pressure off as well because yeah. I think there is a lot of pressure on social media yeah. and especially if that was your full-time job like I wouldn't want to do that full-time yeah like. well and so when I was um when I was kind of focused more on my business and doing some part-time stuff on the side it was actually social media for some small businesses that I was doing and I just felt like all day I was on Facebook and Instagram and I hated it I got home and then that's meant to be my kind of fun to be able to go on Instagram and put something up or have a scroll and it was like it's not fun anymore because I've been doing it all day yeah so it was like I just needed that breathing space yeah so like I mean that's obviously social media is a huge thing right now like we're all on Instagram all of the time like I don't know about you but you go on your phone and you just start scrolling on Instagram no it's so fun though it is fun (laughs) but how have you like obviously it's part of what you do for your like for your I'd say we say work yeah but it's you know like how do you You've obviously learned how to balance it out a mm. bit better so that you're not working in it full time. Like, how do you do it so that you enjoy it, but it doesn't consume you too much? You know what I mean? Well, I probably don't have the time to be on there all day anyway, because I'm actually working. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, people were like, oh, I hate Instagram. I'm not going to complain about it because I love it. I, I genuinely do. And I yeah. feel so, I, like I'm, because I'm visual, I don't, I do read and magazines and things from time to time, but I actually love going on there and feeling inspired. And I think as long as you're leaving it and you feel good and you're going away feeling more positive than not, then then it's okay. If you want to spend a couple of hours a day on it, then do it. If you don't and you want to limit your phone time, you know how people have got that um, yeah. phone limit, you know, 10 minutes or something, <laughs> Yeah, I, phone time or app time. And it'll tell you, you'll be like, you've got no time left on Instagram. And you're like, oh God. Like, yeah, well, I don't do that. But. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have it either. I just try self-limit it. Um, but I think just, yeah, if, if you don't think it's healthy and it's not making you feel good about, things and don't and you know you need to set that that goal or essentially that um for yourself to not be doing as have, much have you ever felt pressure with social media like I mean obviously I, I've followed you now so I know what you're all about and mm. you're very like yeah you're real and you know you sort of just post your life and fashion and yeah. things you love but have you ever felt pressure on social media yeah I think if, if you didn't you'd be lying every everyone that's on there probably does to some extent yeah. and you would say the same now that I'm a little bit older I don't really care like it's yeah. not a big I know who I am in my life and I know my friends know me and I've got normal friends and a normal boyfriend and all these other things that are real life that I do so that's real but I I think you feel pressure to be like gosh like should I be should I be wearing that and or should I have not done that post and then it's like who cares I don't know I I think think time is a big factor and as you get older like we know like you don't really second guess stuff anymore but you we choose to be on there as well it's my choice to post something or to be have an open account and let people view that so I don't know I just have to not think about I think there's probably negative stuff out there but I'm really lucky I don't have seen any of that so I think when you're sharing things like fashion which you're so passionate about if you love if you genuinely love outfits and you want to show like an outfit you put together, mm. then like, that's cool. Like yeah. I, lo- I love seeing that stuff, you know, for me. It's, and it's always been like clothes for me, they make me feel so good. And I love the feeling. It's like, it's not just something you wear. It's something that, you know, it's a feeling like mm. if you walk out of the house and you've got something 
awesome on and you're like, God, I look hot today. Like I've done my hair and yeah. this dress is so me. You'll, you'll hundred percent have an awesome day because yeah. you feel good and you're looking good. And if you don't, you kind of haven't made the effort or you're not really loving it as much. I think it's, yeah, it plays on your mood. So for me, it's kind of, I tr- I'm trying to inspire people in that way because I know how it makes me feel. And I just think it's such a cool, like having cool outfits or not, you know, it doesn't have to be expensive, but having something that makes you feel good is so yeah. important. And I think it's fun piecing things together. It almost feels like being a creative as well. You're kind of like, yeah. oh, that looks really cool together. Like I want to, I want to piece this together and like show and, and, and take, I mean, it's, it's art really in a way. Yeah. Like it's just being creative and being like, yeah. Hey, this, these, this real cool blazer looks awesome, awesome with, with these, these shows. Yeah. yeah like, and if one person of the people that are following likes it and was like, Oh my God, I want to do that. And then they go and buy that look per se. And it makes them feel really good yeah. about themselves. Then that's exactly what you're trying to achieve. Cause I think a lot of the like early days of Instagram, I don't know about you, but it was like, you followed people who were like your fashion inspo. Like even before Instagram, I remember having like celebrities or like artists who were my fashion inspo and I'd have like magazines in my bedroom and I'd be like, oh, cool. Like, and then like you'd try yeah, recreate Cleo looks. Cleo Mag, I think it was. Yeah, Cleo was a big one. Yeah, well, you'd try recreate looks. Like I was a mad fan of the Veronica's back in the day. Like Ooh. crazy. Like, I, yeah, like, And I remember like I used to have – they used to buy clothes like, and I and I ended up sometimes randomly having the same clothes as like them. Like goth, they? They were a little bit, a little goth. bit goth. I was like quite black. Yeah, <laughs> well, back in the day, I used to have real dark hair, and Did I was you? like yeah. verging on like I looked a little bit. I wasn't an emo, but like people would be like, <laughs> you know, I just liked that kind of grungy stuff, and like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like dressing like a goth all the time, but you know, I like dark like band tees and black jeans and all that kind of thing, but. You would have, you know, like we'd have magazines where like mm. people would be your fashion inspo and then Instagram would be your fashion inspo. So it's kind of fun just playing around with looks, right? Yeah, just like, and it makes you feel good. And I'm all about if you like something, like do it, you know? Yeah. And everybody's different. And, you know, some people think that it's a waste of money going and spending hundreds of dollars on an, on an outfit. Yeah, okay, that's fine. You want to go and spend hundreds of dollars on something else. It doesn't yeah. mean that you're right and I'm wrong. It's yeah. just what makes me feel good. So for me, that's fashion and hopefully people that follow or get inspired by it, it's that for them too. And I'm just like, God, if it makes you happy, then that's... It's your thing and that's totally yeah. cool. Fashion-wise, who have been your inspirations or like... Um, this is one girl I follow on Instagram who's... Um, her handle is We Wore What. Her name's Danielle. She's the same age as me. She lives in New York. Dream. Uh, and she's amazing. Like, her style is just incredible and she's kind of my... I'm always looking at her. Another new girl that I've just started following in Aussie. Her name's Molly King. Um, she's a stylist and she just puts things together so well. So I think it's nice to have those people that you're aspiring to and, like, looking at the outfits, even though you can't afford them because yeah. it's, you know, thousands of dollars. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you can create the look for cheap. Exactly. And, and, that's and it makes you... And you're like, oh, I want to do that. And that inspires me. So. Yeah. What, so what about like um, designers and things that you've like, you know, being in fashion, like mm. are there like ones that you've looked at for like years and you're like, oh my goodness. Like- yeah. Well, I mean, the big one right now that everyone probably is like trending is Maggie Marilyn. Yes. She's New Zealand, um, a New Zealand designer. Her things are amazing. We just got, um, uh, we've got a big department store in Christchurch called Ballantines and they just started stocking Maggie Marilyn. Like, oh my goodness. And I went in and tried on this like amazing pink suit that's been kind of on oh, social media for a while. Cool. And I was like, oh, this is so me. You know, I can't afford, I can't really afford it. It's, you know, a thousand dollar jacket and it's, it's, it's incredible. It's beautiful. So that's probably like my one day or a special occasion. If there's yeah. something. But, um, and then how you can rent it out. Like yeah. you, that's the thing you've managed to, we were talking about this exactly. before, like if you want to do something or we'll work out a way that you can do it and it can be like part of your job in a way, then you can yeah. like, if you want to go travel and do like work Figure out how, how you to can make do, money. Yeah. How you can do work while you're there or with your clothes, you've worked out a way of how you can make money off buying those expensive pieces. Yeah. And I think with everything, that I'm renting off I mean now Borrowed by Mary is quite is a bit smaller than it used to be I've kind of shrunk the collection down and I just do it for fun it's I'm really more focused on my shop and some other things in the pipeline but it's it's for me to have something that made me feel good and amazing I'm like I want to share that with people and I want other people to be able to wear it so if you've if I've gone and bought a dress and then if I can even just make half of it back in rentals then I'm winning aren't I yeah and especially it's I mean it's smart for the environment as well because it's like you know if you think about some dresses, like we're not going to wear them that many times. Like but We like to own them. We want to own them because they're pretty and they feel amazing yeah. and they're just like magical. Oh, but also, yeah, we can't afford dresses. them. Like Maggie Marilyn, it's, it's a high price point. Yes. It's quite um, unrealistic for people to be able to just go out and buy that for an of course. For a weekend. So renting's the way to go and it's so, I think it's so nice. I love renting. Everyone yeah. can do it. I remember 
when I was younger, so because I'm, I'm quite tall, I'm six foot tall and I'm probably like a size, size 12. And most of my girlfriends, my very good girlfriends, when we're kind of in that 18 to 22 stage when you're going through your 21st and partying yeah. every weekend very short and very small six to eight um and so everyone swaps clothes and you're going to stuff swapping clothes all the week and all the weekends and I couldn't do that because literally no one I couldn't fit anything of that my friends were wearing yeah and that's when I kind of started buying I was working literally I'd buy I would buy something all the time because I'm like oh. and I, I don't know why we have this perception it's like we can't wear something twice but yeah I mean we obviously can but yeah. when you're going to things quite often you don't want to be seen wearing the same thing all the time it's, it's a thing Lisa. it days, is a thing yeah. I mean I'm not gonna lie about it and say oh who cares because you, no, you do want to feel good and you when you're wearing something new you feel good in it so that's why renting is so good because yeah. we can't it's like Zimmerman another beautiful brand I mean no one can afford no exactly $800 dress from Zimmerman just to Go out on the I weekend. think it's great. I think, so, yeah, like renting's the way to go. Like if you want to wear a beautiful designer dress, but you don't want yeah. to buy it and then only wear it once because that's just, it's just, no. it just doesn't make sense to do that. And you wear it and you feel hot and you've, you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then, and then you get to give it back. And then you get to wear something else the next time. Yeah. How did, did you find that hard? Like, I mean, was that a hard thing for you? You're beautiful and tall and like, but like, was nice. it, no, but you're so beautiful. But like, did you find that hard being like, you know, taller and not being able to wear did, that, did you ever find that hard or were you always comfortable in your um, own body? Well, um, it's really funny because we all, we're like, and I think we're like, like fine wine, better with age. Like we actually think we've like gotten better as we've gotten older. I like wasn't, I was never really like confident coming out of school. I wasn't like very popular with the guys because I, I think I'd moving away and coming back, I'd like put on a bit of weight. And when I first kind of um, started working and things, health and fitness wasn't really a big thing. You didn't really look after yourself, but you didn't really know any different in yeah. school. You know, you did your PE and, we played netball and things, but it wasn't a big thing to go to the gym. Whereas now it's very much, I mean, I'm sitting here, I'm active right now. And it's become wearing, a trend. It thing, is a trend. Yeah. And it's like healthy and everybody knows and everybody wants to be working out. Whereas I didn't for years and probably not until into my early 20s that I actually understand about being healthy and looking after my body. So um, I think that my confidence, I feel quite confident in myself now, but it's kind of come um, with time and with knowing to look after myself and things like that as well. Yeah. yeah. Did you used to have like, I mean, we've all. I mean, everybody's got, bot- there's everyone's got body issues, don't they? Of course. Because I've been still probably doing now. Like, oh, no, I'm like, I hate this, do. but um, yeah, I think, it, it, I mean, if you genuinely don't feel good about yourself in something, do the things that do make you feel mm. good. Focus on those. I'm lo- like really love my long legs. So I'll get those out and like, you know, be like, okay, cool. What well, That's my, that's my thing I'm going to wear you know, my jacket and my loose dress on top and get my legs out because I feel good and confident with those. Um, but I, I mean, I'm just going to say exercise here, but exercise does make you feel oh, good. Yeah. It doesn't matter what size you are, or what you're doing. If you, it's so, you know, this, it's so good for the mind and so good for just how you feel in yourself to be doing stuff. So, um, I think automatically with it, it I mean, doesn't, doesn't necessarily shift what you look like, but it's going to make you feel better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like exercise is epic. Like you never really regret it. You never regret it afterwards. Like yeah. when do you ever regret doing exercise? Never. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, when you think exercise, it doesn't have to be going to like F45 a million no. times a week. Like, But I mean, I guess, yeah, going back to confidence, it's just looking at things in, in the right light instead of the negative light. What do you like? What are you confident with? And focus on those. Yeah. And that can be hard when you're young as well because you do, and especially if you're not in the best space, you you do focus on the bad things. Yeah. And then, but then, yeah, like by focusing on the good and again, like we're saying, it comes with age. I reckon as you get older, you just honestly, sort of, it just starts. Yeah, there's so many things. It's like, what would you tell someone? You know, like what would you tell someone who's 21 or your younger self? And probably half the things I tell myself, you actually just have to go through. I've got some really good younger friends. I've got a, um, one of my really good girlfriends who's just turned 21, like quite a bit younger than me. And there's certain things I tell her and I advise, and but I'm like, there's actually some things you just have to learn and yeah. go through, and that's what makes you stronger, and that's what makes you a better person or more wise and yeah. old and wise or, you know, I just. What are some of the things you tell her or things that you would tell your younger self? I have this, I used to have this saying and I still do. I haven't thought about it for a while. And it's like, um, if you, if it's not going to matter in a year from now, don't worry about it. So yeah. is the problem going to matter, matter in a year? No, not a, you know, then move on. Yeah. It's um, a perspective thing, isn't it? And that again comes with age, like yeah. you realize. But probably, um, just to be yourself and what makes you happy, go and do that. 
you know. Um, yeah, definitely there's things you've just got to learn, but everything else, just have fun. Like if you like if you want to move away, go and move away. If you want to sit at home and watch Netflix all day, do it. If you want to go out and party every weekend, like do it. I've, I'm a massive party animal and I love going out all the time and a lot of my friends are kind of becoming more homebodies now. And I'm like, oh God, should I be, am I getting too old to be like out every weekend, like having a rage in? And it's like, nah, I love it. I just, you know, want to be doing it. So just do you. If, if everybody was the same, then it's just boring, isn't it? What's yeah. important, that whole thing I just said before, what's important to me might not be important to you. Exactly. Just be, be yourself. Matter, yeah. How do you take care of yourself? Like what are your self-care practices that you've learned yeah. over time? Like we've talked about exercise, but yeah. like how do you keep yourself feeling well and happy and the best version of yourself? Um, I, I actually, you know, I eat pretty healthy right now. So I think, you know, obviously yeah. exercise and food's a big one, but, um, the thing, like, it sounds silly, but like sitting there and doing a face mask or just like relaxing with something like a beauty kind of treatment or something actually makes you feel so good. I did one mm. of those, um, like sheet face masks. I haven't done one for ages the other, the other night. Yeah. And you know, you like Instagram it yeah, and yeah. you're like, I look like a um, you know, one of the scary movie things Cereal or something. Serial killer or something. Yeah, but it, I lay there and I was like, oh my God, this feels so good. Like, I just feel so, it made me feel awesome. So I don't know, little things, if something makes you feel good. Yeah, yeah just being, this sounds like be positive. I read quotes and things that put me in a good mind frame, you know, first thing in the morning, if I haven't gone for a walk or done something, I will uh, play a song that I really like as I'm getting ready for work. So it's like, puts me in a good, mindset for the day yeah. and that's just little yeah. things yeah I think it's just looking after like just looking, looking after, after yourself, yourself. Yeah, yeah and yeah. whatever it whatever it is that like really helps you make you feel good and like you're yeah. actually looking after yourself and that's great yeah and um, for me I love being around people so it's like making plans to catch up with girlfriends or do something in the weekend yeah. and um so all of those little things and sometimes it's just a week-to-week basis cool what am I going to do this week that's yeah for me do you need just the, you're obviously a people person and you yeah. like being around people but do you, because I like that too, but mm. do you need time on your own as well? Definitely. I need yeah, so I say that. much yeah. time. But I yeah. think because I live, it's just my, my partner and I at home, I get a lot of time. He actually works six days a week, so I get a lot of time right. to myself. Often when I'm first time in the evening, he's not back for a while after. And at the moment I'm watching Love Island and he's not into it, so I'm like, <laughs> see ya. He's like playing some <laughs> PlayStation game and I'm like loving that. So that's kind of my time. And then often on a Saturday, if I am at home working, I'm there by myself or with my yeah. little kitty. Polly. Oh, she's so Oh my cute. God, she's so cute. But yeah, to be in your own thoughts yeah. and your own company is definitely really, really important yeah. as well. And that's when you kind of, you know, take a step back and think, cool, am I, you know, have I achieved what I want this week and am I doing what I want? And even sometimes going for, I love going for walks with, we've got a big park in the middle of Christchurch and I'm always walking around it with friends, but I actually love doing it by myself as well and just listening to my music. And yeah. I think music's a massive thing for oh, people, isn't it? Like, it actually lifts your mood. Yeah, like, it's, like they, yeah, so nice. Sometimes, sometimes I actually like walking around the park listening to really slow, sad songs, but it puts me in like a really like soothing kind of mind frame. So yeah. I like quite like Inten- you know? intense music can be good. Like yeah, you know, or the other ones that's like do do do. You know, <laughs> I'm off to a rave or something. It's my gym. I've oh got my gym playlist, gym, chill playlist, just like whatever yeah. mind to you. But yeah, being in your own company is really good as well. Yeah. What have been some of the biggest lessons you've learnt or like, yeah, things that you've really learnt or grown from? I think a lot of people are in a mind frame now where, uh, I mean, definitely if you want something, you, it is achievable and you can do it, but it's also like nothing worth having comes easy. You know, mm. that saying. So like you have to work really hard. So don't just think that everything's going to, f- yes, things do fall into place and they happen as they should, but it, it, it just as much at the same time, you need to be working towards those goals. Mm. You can't just sit there and wait for things to come to you, you know? Yeah. So it's a little bit of balance of, okay, everything's going to fall into place and it will work out, but be, keep working at it. And if you have to kind of like, you know, keep training yourself more or, you know, upskilling and doing certain things to get to your goals and just keep, keep working, keep like, yeah. go hard. you've actually got to, work hard sometimes totally and I think that's the thing in this day and age with like Instagram and people seeing you know like people see everyone's highlights and like you know they see people like you doing epic things and they don't understand like I think sometimes it's very easy to see that and forget that there's so much work Mm. that goes into people achieving things and and doing things so like it's not like you just you know like you actually if you want to achieve stuff you've got to make shit happen yeah and you've got to work hard like if you can't be lazy because at some point 
it's not all going to align. We've got, because I work in, obviously, in sales, it's a little bit of, you get a lot of no's before you get a yes. You know, if you knew that you had to go out and get 100 no's to some, to, the, to the whatever it is that you want before you got that one yes, you know, what are you, you going to do? Yeah. yeah. You're going to go get your 100 no's and then get your one yeah. yes. So um, it can be hard and it does kind of, like, get you down if you're not necessarily getting to where you want to be straight away. But... You've just got to keep working and keep going. Yeah. How do you, like, obviously you're quite a positive and you're a driven person, mm. but how do you get back from those or when things haven't worked out, how do you pick yourself back up again? Like, what do you do? Sometimes it just takes some time. Like, I think you do get a bit down. You're like, oh, gosh, should I be doing more? I could have done that better. And just a little bit of time, a little bit of, like, resetting and um, just staying staying positive I know that's easier said than done yeah. but it, but it is like keep thinking no I'm, I'm going to get there it's just a matter of when okay yes it might not have happened this week or whatever it was but I'm that's still my end goal and I'm still working towards it and just keep that keep the goal in mind but also always have something that you're doing or you're trying to drive I don't think anyone should ever settle for just being like yeah everything's fine in my life and I'm all good like always you should always try to better yourself and you should always be trying to do more because like why wouldn't you? Yeah, be? you got to. Yeah, it's why like, wouldn't? Why shouldn't you? Yeah, like it's just experiencing life yeah. and making cool things happen. You know, I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever imagine you'd be doing what you are? Like, did you? You obviously wanted a career in media. You say. Yeah. I actually used to want to be on what now? Like, coming. Oh my god! Like, I'm gonna be on what now? So cool, especially like growing up. Like you were Nelson, but like it's obviously. I like sent an audition tapes when they would shirts. be looking for the new. I was like, I've got this. This is me, and then obviously it didn't quite get anywhere. We grew up watching what now on the weekends. Remember? <laughs> like, oh yeah, my god, so, so good. good. I just, I think I always wanted to. I wasn't. I love fashion, but I wasn't always into it as much as I am now. But I always knew I wanted to somehow inspire people. Was probably the right thing. And yeah. to say is I wanted to show people something or share something with people. And I think that kind of progressed as I, you know, was working and doing different things and then started to love fashion more and love clothes and love the way they made me feel and what kind of came with that. So I, it kind of grew from there. I never, I guess, thought I'd be able to, one, have my own business that's making money and two, have a platform where I'm able to share so many things on. And it's still on a small scale. We're in New Zealand, you know. Yeah. But it, but it's really cool and it yeah. is, you've got to kind of pat yourself on the back and be like, hey, this is awesome. Obviously, you're doing your your shop and everything. How does that work? Do you like have ideas of things that you just want to do and you just make them happen? I mean, the main things I do with my shop are kind of like slogan tees and jumpers and accessories. They actually started out, so I started um, the first thing, the first t-shirt line I ever did was called Shout Out to My Ex. And I had these uh-huh. three t-shirts with these slogans, which were like Shout Out to My Ex. So it was um, Your Lost Bay. I remember seeing those. They, they still sell. I still sell them on my website and people love them. So, I remember <laughs> girls that had come off the bachelor yes, I Yes, so I would send them to them. Which so was, I was like, oh my God, that's so perfect. So I'd wait for a girl to come up. So it was it was Art and Matilda's season of The Bachelor and I'd wait for someone to get voted off and I would message them on Instagram, hey, I've got my business and these are my T-shirts. I'd love to send you one. And I um, sent them to quite a few of the girls and they would get one of my slogan shout-outs to your tees and they just kind of took off and they started wearing them. And I still um, smart yeah, I still do, do the Your Lost yeah. Babe. And people even now buy them for – I had a lady who messaged me not long ago who was buying them for her friend who'd just gone through a divorce. They are actually buying them to empower – to, to be like, actually, you know what? I'm better than this and I'm a strong, independent woman and yeah. I'm going to wear my tea and you're lost, babe. Like, see ya. Yeah, I On like to the that. next. So, um, <laughs> yeah. But those took me a while. I knew I wanted to do T-shirts for a long time yeah. and then I'd kind of gone through my breakup and... Yeah, so um, those hated. slogans those slogans were for my ex and he, <laughs> I got a little bit of hate at the time actually hate from people that he knew and um, ah, I was like whatever like piss off yeah like, and like for you to make money and I mean I've never named oh him I never named God, shamed him it was no. never anything it was just it's kind of it's not nasty it's yeah. just like a bit of a and it was a bit of a marketing thing as well like but, but it was also like you know Hey, and one of them was it wasn't me, it was you. And then I drink champagne now. So they were, I was like, yeah, see ya. Like I'm, I'm, but they, I don't know, they kind of meant more than just a t shirt with a slogan. And for me, it was like the start of, isn't it cool though? Creating like, stuff. What can come, I, I've talked about this myself, like what can come out of a breakup? Like yeah. not because of that person. And it's like you, you're kind of like forced to like, transform and grow and like you like so, grow yeah. so much as a person more. so like I know that breakups are horrible but I kind of <laughs> but would I have launched my I, shop you yeah, know like, would I have gone and moved to Greece yeah. no would I you know there's so many things that at the time it's really hard but when you look back on them you're like oh this happened for the yeah, best reason I know. So it, everything does happen it's 
for a reason because so, there's, you know. So when you go through a ahead. breakup, like I hear from so many girls that are like horrible, like we know what it's like. Oh. Like it's horrible. Like you're just crying and you feel so yeah. upset and shit. And, but you've got to like, I don't know. It's just like, look after yourself. Obviously it's the yeah. most important thing and like lean on your girlfriends and whoever like real is close to you. Like people want to help you out and just like look after yeah. yourself. But dig deep like what's in you like what mm. can you create what's out there for you and what do you want and what was maybe holding you back before yeah. because you had somebody there like what can you go and do actually I've got no obligation to anyone there's nothing in my life that's not not necessarily that someone's holding you down but sometimes it's being stuck in one place or yeah. you kind of get into um the rhythm of doing the same thing for or a while so what can I do on- now me what am I gonna yeah. do I'm gonna get real shredded at the gym that's what I did for a while yeah well that's the thing <laughs> Whatever. Like, when you're not focused on somebody else like you can yeah. go oh like cool like you get home you know I don't have to think about what you're gonna have for dinner as well yeah. like, I just do me and I you know go freaking feed yourself mate like what time are you getting home oh it doesn't matter because I'm out like yeah yeah, yeah. No, totally so like it's it, it sucks and I, I was talking to a friend about this just recently like something from something so crap can some come something so good you know yeah. so like dig deep what is it you want yeah. it's a really breakup suck but they can be a really epic opportunity to like do cool things and like what do you want in life and do you learn it. about yourself as well I think when you're with someone it's great and it's amazing and it's really fortunate and you know you can't take it for granted having somebody that you're in love with and they're in love with you back but being by yourself I was single for many years between my partner now and my ex and before that and it's so important to be by yourself because if you're not by yourself for a little bit I mean I've got a lot of girlfriends younger that don't have partners or boyfriends and I want a boyfriend I'm like yeah you do but you also don't like you learn and you do so much for yourself and nobody else and just own it and that's such a cool place to be in and it sets you up better that Mm. when you are in a relationship you're like you know yourself, you're like, you're not going to fall hopefully into a codependent relationship, you know, you know yourself and you'll probably attract someone super epic because you know who you are and you know what you want yeah. and you just, I don't know. And at some point, hopefully, fingers crossed for everybody, we're going to be with someone for the rest of our yeah. life and, we're, you know, that's it. So <laughs> be by yourself, be selfish and do what you want for a while because then once that, once it's in, it's in. Well, that's it. It's locked down. <laughs> Hopefully for everyone, you know, no divorces and yeah. the rest of that. But. That's exactly right. Like, you're never going to be single forever, hopefully. No. Like, so just enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. I love that. It's so empowering. So, so yeah, you started with those T-shirts and then you sort of just started, obviously, just going from there with your creative process. Yeah, and I've had definitely had moments where I haven't done as much. And like I said before, it's okay. You just kind of stay still for a bit and then I've got so many ideas I've got so many I things that I scribble down and words and uh prints that are ideas that I have I think it's a for me it's a little bit of a financial thing as well you can't go and make everything at once yeah um you need to sell the rest of whatever's already been made first and sometimes I think oh should I have done that colorway and maybe I should have done something different but I just do what I like um I've just put out one of my jumpers which just says hi honey on it and it's a green jumper. And I'm like, oh, do people are going to like green? I'm like, oh, who cares? Just do it. I want green. I like it. It think, like, looks good in my eyes. So yeah. I just don't do, do it for me. And that's ultimately what my website is. It's what I'm wearing and what I like. And I'm trying to do things, I guess, for a kind of more affordable price point. Do you ever find, because I'm like this as well, with all the ideas, you can kind of find it a bit like overwhelming and frustrating sometimes because like, and as you get older as well, you realise there's time to do things and it's all good. You don't have to do Mm. it all at once. But when you're in like a creative spot of getting all these ideas, you're like, oh, I just want to do it all. But you know, it's like, you can't do everything all of the time. Definitely. I think I I think you beat yourself up. Like I'm always like, God, I'm not doing enough. And people are like, Mary, you're doing so well. You're doing all of this stuff. Or you bump up and bump into someone that I haven't seen for ages. and like, oh, it looks like you're going so well. And I'm like, oh, yeah, doesn't it? Like, because I don't think I am. But I I think you are just hard on yourself. So uh, I don't know. I, I think also it's quite... I should probably practice what I preach here, but focus, if, you know, you've got five ideas, focus on one and do one really, really well yeah. rather than all five at the same time and kind of being quite scarce. It's it's better just to put your 100% into that one idea first, own it, do it, and then on to the next one. Mm. Um, yeah. No, that make, that's, a really, that's really good advice. Do you find it also frustrating, because I've had this conversation with other girls that have side hustles, mm. and I know this for myself, it's like you know all the things you would love to be doing or yeah. like you you be like, oh, I wish I could, I could be doing this and I could be doing this better. But when it is a side hustle and you've got a full-time job already, yeah. again, it's a bit frustrating and you totally. almost feel like you're not doing it right. I think sometimes I'm not doing enough. Like this things yeah. with my website, I'm not sending out um, like EDM automatic emails and things right now. I'm like, God, I have, there's so many little things that I should be doing. 
But yeah, I think just don't beat yourself up and also think about turn it around what I am doing yeah. look at what I am doing look mm. at what I have achieved in the last three years or four years um or you know for yourself this year you know whatever within those goals and be like actually I'm I'm still doing something and I'm doing really well and yeah if sometimes you're like god I could be doing so much more but it's often like money's the barrier or the you know so don't yeah don't think about those things just focus on Focus on the good. Yeah, definitely. I Yeah, totally. I think we get into that mindset where we like beat ourselves up and really hard on ourselves. I'm exactly the same. And we've yeah. got to stop that. Like it's easier said than done. But like yeah. I've, I've sort of, yeah, like I think I get into that sometimes with things I'm doing and it's like, no, like you're doing enough. Like yeah. stop thinking you have to do all the stuff and all the time. don't take on too much either. It's yeah. like you can't actually, like I said before, if you spread yourself too thin, you're not going to do a good job. So focus on a couple of things or one thing rather than trying to do everything at once. And, you know, be everything to everyone. Actually, one of my favorite um, sayings, you can't be everything to everyone. And that's so that's so true. So don't, you know, don't try and yeah, spread thin and just, just do you. All right. So you've kind of, you've given us so much advice, especially to girls who maybe want to get into business or like mm. they're creative or whatever it may be. I think people can definitely take that advice. But if there is someone listening that like, you know, really wants to, you know, take that step of being a girl boss and doing stuff and making things happen for themselves, what would you say to them? It's probably the same advice that everybody's given you, but start, make make a decision, say that's when I'm starting, that day or that date and, and do it and start writing down your ideas, start writing down what you need to put in place for that and just just begin. It doesn't matter if, I mean, if it's a business, if no one's buying from you or no one's following you, who cares? You've started it, you're doing it, mm. you know, and just, and things will grow naturally and it does take time. You can't, not everything happens at once. So be patient and keep working at it. Work really hard. If if you have to work every single day at something to get to that end result, do it. Don't be lazy. Like, you know, do it. Yeah, yeah. totally. Hey, yeah. thank you so much thank Mary, you. for your time. We've really loved having you on. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening to the Self Love Club podcast. Please subscribe for more episodes and catch up on eps you may have missed. Reviews and sharing the Self Love Club with your friends and on your Instagram stories helps so much in spreading the self love message to others who may really need it. You can follow me at Bell Crawford on Instagram plus Self Love Club podcast. Check out my website as well, bellcrawford.com, for Self Love Club resources and blog posts. And we're on Facebook, the Self Love Club community. Go join it now. A big thanks to our audio engineer, Nick Baldwin. We've got heaps of boss babes coming up to empower you through the rest of the year. We're already halfway through. Uh, with weekly episodes available each Monday. Catch you soon, babes. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.